0: and we are back with another edition of the brother and sister rewatch podcast i'm kevin here alongside my sister and co-pilot mary how are you
1: what's up dude
0: (laughs) i'm all right we're doing season six episodes 13 and 14 today secret santa and the banker yes but before we start this week's episode off why don't you let everybody know what we missed last week
1: sure thing dude so last week we went over to stake, or I'm sorry, I keep on wanting to say stakeholder, <laughs> shareholder meeting, where Michael gets invited to New York uh, because he's so profitable at the Scranton branch. Uh, he gets to go to Dunner Mifflin's stakeholder. Sh- shareholder. shareholder meeting. Good God. Good Lord. I'm sorry, I have, to use dinner. The word, I have to use the word stakeholder a lot at work, okay? Mm-hmm. You know, it's one of those keywords. Yeah. So anyway, um, (laughs) he goes with Oscar, Dwight, and Andy in a limousine that Dunner Mifflin paid for. And um, basically he fucks the whole thing up and and digs them into a 45-day, 45-point plan (laughs) uh, that they're never going to be able to achieve. And that's... Yeah, that's it. That's it. He fucked up. And then we go to Scott's Tots. Which is one of the cringiest episode of yep. the entire series. It's rough. Where Michael promised a, class, a third grade class, all eight year olds, that he would pay for their college tuition if they graduated from high school. Well, ten years is now up, and he is broke as a joke. And he now has to face the music. They even made a song. Hey, Mr. Scott, what you gonna do? What you gonna do? Make a dreams come true. And um, He can barely afford
0: books for one of them.
1: Yeah, he tries to cajole them with lithium
0: (laughs) laptop batteries,
1: which does not go over that well. Meanwhile, back at the office, Dwight's diabolical plan to get Jim fired includes creating an Employee of the Month program that is designed for Jim to win.
0: And Pam. And
1: Pam as a second place, Mm -hmm. because... He covers all of his bases yep. but in the end it doesn't work and <clears throat> david wallace still thinks he's doing a really good job and uh ryan finds out about the diabolical plan and joins dwight in trying to take jim down who
0: wants to be in <clears throat> so that brings us up to speed yes all right so this one is secret santa as you can tell it is the christmas episode for the season Woo! every season we get a christmas episode and i will say this one I enjoyed a lot more than last year's.
1: Yeah, Moroccan Christmas?
0: Yeah, I enjoyed this one a lot more. I thought this one had a lot more funny moments in it. Yo, this one was insane. And I was, loved it. And it didn't revolve around <clears throat> just one thing. Like, the last one just revolved around Meredith and her alcoholism. Meredith drinking. This one we're revolved drinking. This one revolved around a few different subplots that were all pretty funny. That is so, true. So, let's get started. It's the cold open. Dwight and Jim are going to unveil the office Christmas tree.
1: Well, they're the party planning committee. That's right.
0: And Dwight does a talking head where he says his diabolical plan is on hold for the holidays. <laughs> and they like take it off. Dwight was gonna do a th- countdown from thirty seconds and Jim's like, Fuck it, we're doing it live, like he Bill O'Reilly. Yeah. He just rips it off and everyone hates it because it's not decorated, it's artificial. <laughs> everyone, again, in season six is just an asshole. Yeah. And they're like nothing can be nice. Everything's just belly ache, belly ache. Sure that. So the show proper opens, and Erin steps up in front of the office with a bandage under her eye. Oh my god, looking,
1: her eyes, like, scratched. Lo-
0: looking like she just went rounds with, like, Apollo Creed.
1: Yeah, Ronda Rousey just took her to town. <laughs> and she
0: asks everyone, everyone, whoever is giving her the 12 days of Christmas as a secret Santa has to stop. Just stop,
1: please. Her cat
0: killed a turtle dove. <laughs> she was attacked by French hens and shit. Like, it's all crazy. And Andy does a talking head where he said he asked Jim and Dwight to give him Erin. And it's not his fault that the 12 days of Christmas have like 30 birds.
1: The first seven days are basically 30 birds. They're just destroying her house.
0: (laughs) So Phyllis enters a Santa Claus. Ho, ho, ho! And she does a talking head where she said she's wanted to do it for years. And she slipped a note to Jim 11 weeks ago, which is like (laughs) fucking Labor Day. Yeah. And he said yes. So she she thinks she has the right temperament and figure (laughs) for the part. And she gets like all misty-eyed. She's like... This is a dream. Yeah. <laughs> like, she, like, takes I've worked there. so hard. <laughs> she it's like when T.O. like cried for Tony Romo in the one press conference. Like, That's Bakota back. Oh That's Pakota back. So um, it's a great party if you're good, she says. And Creed asks, What if I'm bad? She says you get a lump of coal. <laughs> and then he goes, Well, what if you're not just bad or wrong, but like more evil.
1: More and, evil than strictly bad. Yeah, and
0: <laughs> jim interrupts. He's like cream yeah, he, he doesn't a want covered. to go anywhere else, <laughs> so Dwight does a talking head where he says, uh, he's getting pieces of a machine like gears mm-hmm. and bolts and shit like that, and each day he's getting like a new piece, yeah, and he said he always had this dream about doing it to Osama bin Laden, where each day he'd get a different piece of machinery, and then one day he'd find himself in jail <laughs> so Pam is talking to Oscar, but he's like spaced out. he doesn't hear a thing she's saying. Mm-hmm. he's just like. That's so funny. That's
1: funny, Pam. That's
0: so funny.
1: That's so
0: funny. If you like scrubs, I've been binging scrubs. That's we talk about this so all the time. funny. The many more episodes are hilarious, but then I just keep thinking, like, those motherfuckers started a podcast. Yep.
1: That's so funny. Yeah. Ugh,
0: fuckers. Anyway, <laughs> um, so she looks, Oscar's watching out the window of the conference room. And there's a gentleman down playing football with like a fucking Slytherin scarf around his neck. That's all I can think of. I've only ever seen one Harry Potter movie and they wear those stupid scarves. And he's like playing football. He's a warehouse worker. Mm -hmm. And she's like, oh, Oscar. (laughs) Oscar's
1: got a crush.
0: the The warehouse guy. So Michael bursts into the office dressed as Santa, and he's immediately pissed off that Phyllis is there at dressed as Santa. And Dwight, with his elf ears, is like with oh, Phyllis. Amazing! He's all every year. I think he's worn those right yeah. for Christmas, except for last year when he was selling Princess Unicorn. Yeah. So uh, he, also,
1: can we just say like him getting pissed off at Phyllis starts one of the best episodes?
0: Oh, this just snowballs. <laughs> it's fantastic. So. He takes Jim into his office and starts, like, reaming him. He's like, a woman Santa, Jim? Really? Like, what next? He's yeah. just, like, pissed off. But He's like, this might be our last Christmas. You're going to have a woman Santa? So he goes out, and, like, there's this... Where reception is, there's this big throne Yeah, and where presents. the couch usually is. Yeah, and there's, like, <laughs> fake snow. It's, like, built up... Like, it's, like, a s-
1: huge leather high-back chair. Yeah, and it's
0: for Santa, and Phyllis is there... And people are going to sit on her lap and, and shit. take
1: pictures. There's yeah. a camera like set Like, it's up. a mall. Like, she's yeah. a mall
0: Santa. So, Michael comes out. He puts a chair next to the door to his office. Oh, my God. And he tells people he is the real Santa Claus, not Tranny Claus over there. Oh, my God. Which is such an underrated line. Right. And then he says, S- I'm a real man. Sit on my lap and there will be no doubt. <laughs> And, of course, everybody's like, oh, oh, oh my God, God. No. And he, his thing is, he goes, I did, not penis-wise. <laughs> That's his lap. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fucking killer. So, Kevin can't sit on Phyllis' lap because he's too heavy. So, Michael is just like, oh, I'll take you. Yeah. I like people. Like,
1: oh he's trying God. to suck
0: up. So, Kevin sits on it, and he can barely breathe.
1: <laughs> he's like, tell me what you
0: want, Kevin. Kevin's like, I don't know.
1: I didn't know you would ask me that. He's like, what did you
0: expect, Kevin? (laughs) He's like turning red. The beard is like soaking with sweat. He can't take it. And like Kevin's meandering and like Michael finally kicks him off. So Phyllis goes into Jim's office and she's like, you told me I could have this. Mm -hmm. She's like bent out of shape about it. And Jim's like, I'm working on it. I'm sorry. You are Santa. And she just says, don't make me get Bob involved. And Jim looks up. He's like, well, what does that mean? And she just cleanses She goes, I shouldn't have said anything and leaves. Yeah. Like, like, Bob has ties to the mob or something. Like, he's going to bust... Mr. His, Grotty. He's going to bust his fucking kneecaps. <laughs> so, uh, Andy and Aaron now are talking. This part, don't get it. They're talking at reception. Mm-hmm. And she's like, do you know who's my secret Santa or whatever? And Andy's like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. it's me or whatever. And then, like, she's like, is it you? He's like... <laughs> it's me but like they're doing that jokey yeah and like i don't know if she believes him or not or whatever and he's just he pretty much says it's him yeah but he does it with that cheshire cat face Cretan look <laughs> you know what i mean the fucking gremlin look? i hate him so much <laughs> oh um uh, by the way today i was listening to the premiere of our season six coverage oh yeah i i didn't realize how hard you came at andy like <laughs> you usually that's reserved for me yeah no you came guns no, blazing andy,
1: at... i was very upset with andy that episode
0: yeah and this is like part of the reason why he's, he's like i guess it's me it's <laughs> me oh. and she's like it's you (laughs) they're they're like two dummies i don't know yeah
1: no that's exactly what they are like i
0: don't know if she believes him or not i even put that in my notes does she believe i don't
1: think so i don't know because we if we think back to the murder episode like
0: oh yeah she didn't get the date and everything yeah
1: so i don't know if she thinks like i don't know fuck it both of
0: them are dumbasses anyway (laughs) so we see oscar at least i will say this at least Aaron is likable, yeah, <laughs> as opposed to Andy. So Oscar for now, Oscar goes down into the warehouse, and we see Pam at the door at the top <laughs> peeking in because she wants she's wants to play Cupid, and he takes a check for Matt. We find out the yes. warehouse worker's name is, and Daryl says, "Oh, well, he's out on a run right now," and Oscar's like, "Oh, I'll wait," and Daryl, without even looking at Oscar, just goes. Matt's a good-looking le- fella, don't you think? And Oscar's just like, all right, here you go. <laughs> and like, he just takes off. He's very insecure. I love
1: Daryl just staring at the camera, though, like, really? He
0: wants some. <laughs> That's all it is. So Michael tries getting Ryan. To... So Ryan is the, the photographer, Yeah. as we found out a few weeks ago. With yeah, the naked. Exposure in the oh, workplace. God. So Ryan's taking the pictures for mall Santa Phyllis. And Michael grabs him by the back pocket And starts dragging him. Like, come on, sit on my lap, sit on my lap. But he's
1: saying, I need this, I I need need this. And
0: that's when Jim interferes. Oh, my God. And Jim says, you can't say, I need this, I need this, while pinning an an employee down to your lap. (laughs) I just can't have this. (laughs) And that's when Jim tells him, everybody wants Phyllis as Santa, not you, Michael. And it goes to a vote, and everyone raises their hand for Phyllis. And, of course, Michael takes it really bad.
1: Yeah, he takes it personally. He
0: takes off his Santa hat and just smashes it into the punch bowl so nobody can drink his dirty sweaty santa that is floating in it so dwight is at his desk trying to figure out the pieces and he realizes it's not a gun like he wishes it was (laughs) so he crosses that off his list of what it could be phyllis does the tree lighting to start the party Mm -hmm. like rockefeller center and everybody's jovial
1: except for ryan i've been to rock center
0: (laughs) He couldn't. It's nothing care less. like it. I've had seventy-seven-dollar of cognac. Oh, yeah. So Michael is in his office, turning the Santa suit inside out, and it's all white. And he yes, it is. Produces a rope.
1: He grabs it off of his like it's what was decoration. That a par- it's part of like the wreath that oh, was on his shelf.
0: Gotcha. I didn't because I didn't realize where it came from. I'm just watching. I'm like he just produces this. No, rope. he
1: ripped it. There's like a little like garland with, that has like ornaments and shit. He rips it right off of it and so he starts awesome. wrapping it he around wraps, so. so
0: instead of the big Santa belt, it's the all white. Yep, and he has a, like a rope tied across it, and leaves he leaves the beard pulls on. The
1: beard down a little bit, yeah. <clears>
0: and he. Goes out enters the office claiming to be Jesus Christ.
1: God. And, and Angela just yeah. starts clapping. Well, he, he, he
0: says, I'm going to teach you all the true meaning of Christmas. And Angela, <laughs> the <laughs> only one clapping. Uh, Toby's just like, Michael, this is offensive. Like, like you I, see.
1: I can't even tell you. Like, I don't need to even say how, yeah. like, why this is wrong. So
0: Michael, in a hushed tone, goes over to Toby and says, oh, it's the Antichrist. And then puts his hand on Toby's forehead and goes, ooh, tss, tss, ah. <laughs> But I love how Toby's like, ow! Yeah, it just defuses Toby. Like he's totally ineffective against the Antichrist. So Michael says that he will spread his goodness all around the office. So now Andy asks Phyllis privately not to tell Aaron that he is her secret Santa. Yes. He's embarrassed now. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: So she says she'll say it was Michael. Just throw him on a fuck Michael. So the party is going on, and Pam asks Oscar if he has talked to Matt the warehouse guy. Yep. And Oscar's like all.
1: Well, you know, not really.
0: So she goes out and talks to him, and drags Oscar out to meet him.
1: Mm-hmm. Because the pate.
0: They yeah. Oscar makes pate. Amazing. <laughs> that's
1: really Oscar so thing to do. Pam
0: does a talking head where she goes, "Yes, they're the only gay guys I know, but they are they belong together." <laughs> that's a, that's a very Michael thing to say. I think yep. it's sneaky Michael right there. Yep. So Phyllis gives Dwight a Secret Santa gift from the North Pole branch of Dunder Mifflin. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Michael is in a chair he On the
1: karaoke machine
0: de- Like you ever meet a depressed drunk? Yep That is how he is His legs are up on a desk He has the karaoke machine And he is narrating sarcastically yep. Everything that is happening Dwight got space garbage <laughs> <It's his laughs> quote. So then Phyllis has Stanley's gift Stanley you've been good this year And then Michael over the karaoke machine Except for cheating on your wife Adultery still a sin Look it up So I just love the fact That this went from Like everybody covered So nobody knew And then Stanley Openly brings her To the wedding Yep And now everybody <laughs> jokes About Stanley having a mistress yep. I don't know why The trajectory of this story Is <laughs> hilarious to me
1: Hey he owns his shit Stanley Hudson owns his shit So man.
0: <laughs> Stanley got a Scented candle To which Mike says Oh get used to it You can light it in hell <laughs> yeah.
1: There's a lot of flames Where you're going pal
0: Oh my god And then Angela got fabric Like to make curtains yeah. Or shit I guess
1: I really wanted this. Yeah. Andy, was this you? She
0: asks if well Michael <laughs> says at first the fabric is now you can so you now you can make another dress that goes past your feet. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. And she yeah, asks he's
1: just roasting everyone. Oh yeah.
0: And it's a lot funnier than when he's not like when he is trying. Yeah. Like he's just sitting there like fuck it. I don't care. I don't
1: give a shit. And
0: he's dressed as Jesus. <laughs> it's so amazing. It's so amazing. So she asks if it was Andy and then Michael's just like, No, Andy has Aaron. And everyone's like, oh, Michael. And Jim pulls the plug on the karaoke machine. And everyone's upset. And Mike just barges into his office like a little bitch again. Yep. So we see him. He's on the phone with David Wallace. Because that's who he goes to complain about. Oh, fillers. God. Phyllis. And Wallace says it's a bad time. And he breaks the news to Michael that the company has a buyer. And, like, they're going to be out of a job. Yeah, it's going out. So the board is going to approve it. And they're going to clean house, is what yeah. he tells Michael. So now Michael gets all serious. Yeah. He's like
1: forlorn.
0: His quote: "Earlier today, the office needed one Santa, then two Santas, and then Jesus Christ, and now they need Michael." <laughs> so, he walks out in his like typical cool dad outfit—the t-shirt with the hoodie—and mm-hmm. he. Everyone's still upset about him heckling Santa for an hour, <laughs> uh, but he kind of apologizes and has Dwight run out for pizzas. And we find out what his pin number is: YMCA. <laughs> Amazing. So, Andy apologizes to Aaron, but she's, like, pissed. Yeah. She's like, I was physically assaulted by birds. Like, yeah. <laughs> and she's still, like, bleeding from her face. She really is. And she's, like, Andy says, like, in a talking head, you know, this would be when most guys throw in the towel, but not the nard dog. <laughs> All right. Great. So, Mike takes everyone into the conference room. He starts talking about how their family, how Pam is his sister. Or, no, Pam is his wife and Jim, he says. Yeah. Um who was, um, (laughs) Angela and Phyllis are the grandmothers, and (laughs) Stanley is the mailman, (laughs) which is awesome. Um, he tells everyone they're going out of business. And, like, everybody's like, whoa, what? And Dwight, we just see Dwight dropkick the Christmas tree. (laughs) He's like, oh, fuck, he just dropkicks it. It's fucking hilarious. And he, so Michael's like, no, it was sold, we're sold or whatever. And Jim's like, well, that doesn't mean, like, we're out of a job. That just means we're going to have new ownership or whatever. And Michael's like, well, I'll call Wallace. And how does what does Michael do to get a hold of David Wallace, who will not answer calls?
1: He he's not taking the calls, but he once told Michael where his daughter goes to school. So I call up the assistant. I use my little girl's voice and uh, bada bing, bada boom. I'm patched through David Wallace. Yeah.
0: So he pretends to be his daughter. Wallace answers the phone. He's uns- like,
1: well, are you okay, sweetie? Yeah. What's up? And
0: everybody is in the office. Michael has on speakerphone. They're all there, and basically um, David Wallace is like Michael what the fuck yeah he's on the spot because everybody's like what about us or whatever and he says they're just buying the company for the distribution which mm-hmm. is you guys like you guys are all safe it's gonna be like me you're the
1: only things that work
0: yeah it's gonna be like me and the other guys who are gonna lose our jobs so of course there's big celebration Michael crowdsurfs yes. out of the office <laughs> Jim give so we see Jim give Kelly a Twilight poster. Mm-hmm. Kelly, um, Toby gets a kite from Ryan
1: because he reads The Kite Runner.
0: What is that? A is book.
1: It, the book.
0: Help me out because I know it's a book. They held it up, but oh,
1: I I. Is never it like a mystery
0: it. thing? Because they make a thing in the next episode that Toby likes mysteries. Maybe. All right. So Dwight is finishes off his gift. It looks like a cannon, and turns out to be a nutcracker mm-hmm. that he can use for. Almonds. Pecans. pecans, pecans,
1: Walnuts. Snails. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) God. Oysters.
0: So, you were a Twilight fan like Kelly, huh?
1: Yeah, in high school.
0: Were you team Jacob?
1: Team Edward all the way.
0: He the vampire. Yep. All right. How many movies are there? Five.
1: There's Twilight, New Moon, Eclipse, and then Breaking Down Part 1 and 2. So, five.
0: So, there was a bit but of... But there's four books. In the last few days, there's a bit of news coming out. They're coming out with more books. Yeah, Stephanie
1: is coming out with... She basically rewrote the first book from Edward's perspective instead of the girl's Oh, it's just a rehash? Yeah, but it's from People his gonna perspective. People are going to buy it, though. Oh, my God. They're going to eat that shit. You going to oh. buy it?
0: You going to buy it? No. No? You saw the movies, too, didn't you? Yeah. Opening night?
1: Yeah. I'll just read it <laughs> after Katie buys it.
0: <laughs> oh, that's our sister. So Mike sits on Phyllis's lap and asks for an Xbox and a Xbox and a TV and apologizes. And that's when Bob barges in, like, "What's going on here?" And yeah,
1: he's like Scott.
0: He's dressed like Santa, and Phyllis is like, "No, no, it's okay. And we then, worked
1: it out. We worked it out." And then Michael he, like jumps. He, off he did because he
0: knows he's going to get his ass kicked. And then the two Santas kiss. Yo.
1: But I love how it's like, disturbing. are you okay, baby? I'm okay, baby. Oh. Can we all just say that Phyllis and Bob are literally couples' goals? Oh,
0: yeah, definitely. Like,
1: they, I Aside love from Jim the whole and,
0: secretary thing. I
1: love Jim and Pam, but Bob and Phyllis are who you want to be in a couple. Yeah,
0: fucking our handicapped bathrooms. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone is leaving the office. They're outside in the snow. It's dark. And all of a sudden, from the round side of the building come... Twelve drummers, like high school, drumline, mm-hmm. Nick Cannon drummers, you know, <laughs> and they're all doing the thing, and then Andy joins in with the cymbals and says, happy, pr- or happy birthday. Merry Christmas, Aaron." Happy
1: birthday. Happy
0: birthday. That's
1: frosty for you. Oh,
0: yeah. That's Christmas. Yeah. But Andy says Merry Christmas to Aaron, and she's happy and smiling, and everybody's listening to the drums, and that is your Christmas app. Yep. So what'd you give this one?
1: I gave this one 3.8.
0: Ah, oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I really
1: enjoyed it. I thought it was really, really funny. I loved Michael as Jesus. That was awesome. Ah, the Antichrist. That's
0: the, one of the funniest things he's done in a very long time. It really was. Probably the funniest thing he's done since, if I had to put it probably the willy wonka thing yeah like almost a season ago yeah almost a year ago so i i liked it a lot i, I gave it four two nice and the thing is like we talked about last week with scott's tots mm-hmm. this one kept the story going with dunder mifflin failing i mean that's been the thing since yeah. episode one of yeah the show. literally the but, layoffs in the but first episode it looks like it's finally coming to an end in dunder mifflin um don't know what it's going to be what what it'll look like, if anybody's leaving the show or anything like that. But that's kind of, I mean, this is something that has been going on since day one, and this is like the ending of it. Yeah. It's kind of momentous when you think about it that way. It is. And we're losing Wallace, which I know you're heartbroken about. I am heartbroken One of the better straight men it. going on in the, Yo, on the show. No, David
1: Wallace, the backbone of The Office. Oh, you know
0: what? I missed a part in here. Which part? Um, When Matt is leaving the party oh, and Oscar yeah. forgets his name. No,
1: Oscar calls him Mark. And yeah. then he looks at Pam and goes, "I know what I'm doing, yeah. Pam.
0: I'm going to make him want more. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to
1: make him think that I didn't even remember his name. It turned into an Intrigue. '80s teen movie. Yeah,
0: right. <laughs> so with this, Intrigue. the one thing I liked about this, I brought up last year's Christmas app. So in this one, you have Michael as Jesus versus Phyllis. You have the story of Dunder Mifflin being sold off. Mm-hmm. You have, um. Jim trying to corral everything. <laughs> oh, yeah, Jim trying to be the adult, but like Oscar with the warehouse guy, even yep. Dwight building the Nutcracker. You had stuff going on. Phyllis and Bob. Yeah, it's it was fun. So Everybody make me got get involved. Bob involved. I mean, and <laughs> Creed being evil. <laughs> I just imagine he's like Pinky in the Brain right? or something. But like the same thing we do every night. <laughs> every... Try to take over the world. Do Did a... you
1: see the Animaniacs are getting a reboot on Hulu? No. Yes, with the original cast.
0: They're still alive. That show was yep. almost thirty years ago. Yep. And okay, so Animaniacs. Let's talk about this. Loved it as a kid. Yeah. Why do we need to bring it back? Why can't we let the memories stay?
1: I the people like the actual characters want it to like the people who voiced the characters want it to bring it back. Do You know
0: who voiced Wacko?
1: Um, I just watched a video with him in it.
0: Dude, he's that's how I know he's that on another back. famous show that has what? run for thirty seasons. The Simpsons? not the Simpsons. No. South Park. Nope. He's the guy on America's Funniest Home Video who goes, "Hey Tom, if you want to Shut see, up. <laughs> no, I swear to God, oh Jeff, like, you want to send your videos to Alfonso Rubiero." <laughs> like,
1: holy shit, you're right. The
0: voice of uh, AFV is the wacko from Animaniacs. Wow! Yeah, just throwing some knowledge out there. Wow. I got a lot of like obscure television. Yes, knowledge. you do. No, I was a big. Fan. What was I- the name of the? There was the little girl with the dog from Animaniacs. Because hmm. remember, there was Slappy the Squirrel. Was her name Slappy? <laughs> Slap
1: I don't Nuts. think so. Okay,
0: so there, Okay, there's Pinky and the Brain. Yeah. There is the Animaniacs, Wacko, Yakko, and Dot. Mm-hmm. And then there's, like, the dog and the girl. I forget what their names are. There's the squirrel who, like, slaps people. And then there's, like, another one with pigeons. And I don't remember any of their names. That's Well,
1: the pigeons were the, um, they were, like, pretending they were in the mob. Yeah, they were, like, <laughs> assholes.
0: Like, and the thing is, like, usually... Okay,
1: so Pinky and the Brain. Yeah uh slappy squirrel the good feathers the good feathers yeah rita and runt i don't
0: think that was it no
1: okay buttons Buttons and
0: mindy Mindy, that's it all right
1: yeah buttons is a german shepherd who watches mindy when her parents are away
0: you know i'm glad that i remembered almost everything on there you really did Uh, because it's been like i said 30 years almost since i watched that show so
1: well you know what's really um i think what really helped bring it back is the meme the video meme that has been going around since the 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 pandemic. yeah Yeah.
0: (laughs) that was one when i was a kid like i used to think i didn't know greece was really the name i thought it was spelled like greece yeah i had no idea turkey and greece like (laughs) yep that was one that stuck with me as a kid
1: But yeah they're having a reboot apparently
0: i hate reboots like as a general rule don't you
1: no most of the time yes because they change like girl meets world
0: Well, no, that that wasn't even a reboot. That was a sequel. Yeah, no. Like, that shit is not okay. But if
1: they keep the original... Like, the original cast is coming back If they want to do it and they're doing new
0: material, okay. Yeah,
1: they're doing new material. They're not rehashing old cartoons. I just feel
0: like you can do new stuff. But no, like, the
1: original cast is coming back to take on Yakko, Wacko, and Dot's perspective on new shit.
0: New shit. So, like, cell phones. Well, yeah.
1: But it's kind of like how, um, I think Mindy Kaling has tweeted out a bunch of times, like, I wish I was writing about emojis, this, that, from Michael Scott's perspective.
0: That would have been bad.
1: No, I, I understand, but that's kind of the idea. It's the original cast coming back... For their takes on new things. You know what
0: bothers me about reboots? I'm hmm. going get a little philosophical right yes, now. Yes, you the are. The worst thing that a hu- what, what do you think is the worst thing that you could experience as a human? Like, I'm not talking death. I'm like talking you existing in this world. What is the worst thing?
1: I have no idea.
0: Well, I, it's just a uh, question. I'm not saying there's an know. answer. For me, it would be boredom. Oh, I yeah. I think boredom would be the worst. And I think that's what bothers me about reboots is, like, there's no progress. Like, making new things. No creation. It's all... This worked back then. Let's redo it, and I think like that's boredom. Well, that maybe is
1: reboot isn't the right term. Then I no, guess. no, it is
0: because you're restarting it.
1: Yeah, but it's, it's, not, not, a like... it's not a remake. There's a remake like... and a reboot. They're yeah. different
0: things. Um, like
1: no, well, they're remaking Disney it. movies.
0: Yeah, that's a remake when, they're... but they're just doing it in a different style. Yeah, that's wholly unnecessary. Okay, so
1: what would you say if they rebooted Darkwing Duck? Let's
0: Let get dangerous. Keep the memories alone, man. Leave them alone. Create something new that go- And the other thing is, I'm also yeah, a 30-year-old man now. Yes, I don't, don't want to watch cartoons.
1: Yes, but everybody also complains and says, oh, this new stuff has nothing on the old stuff I used to watch.
0: But there's... Uh, th- no, th- but not like, about it's, everything. It's
1: like they're making it for a new generation, though. They're not expecting 20- and 30-year-olds to friggin' watch the animation. Yes, they are.
0: They're doing it just for this generation. I don't this think genera- they are. Look at it this way. Our generation is the first one that grew up with computers. Mm -hmm. and what do you think some of the first websites were just nostalgia 80s kids I love the 90s and stuff like that immediately as soon as we left adolescence we went back to adolescence with streaming services, computers like our generation is I still lived. do
1: love Are You Afraid of the Dark?
0: Yeah, like, honestly, like, there are things about wrestling that I hate. Like, I don't watch wrestling nowadays. When I, when you come over and I'm watching wrestling, what is it? Like, oh, my God. It's
1: like 1980s macho man yeah. having a coke binge. Yeah, it's, oh,
0: yeah, those are the best. <laughs> but, like, the thing Ultimate
1: is, Warriors blood pressure. <laughs> oh, Yeah. But,
0: but the thing is, there are times where I, if I hear something good's going on, I will chime in these days. Yeah, like the newer company and everything like that, and I'll watch and I'll enjoy it because yeah. the thing is, they're not like they don't do things as well as they used to. They've yeah. lost the voice, they've lost the ear to the listen to the audience. Yeah, era
1: is well that, still the best. The <laughs> not world. a lot
0: of ad revenue would come in; you'd lose a lot of advertisers. <laughs> but like this is a general rule with entertainment is that they've lost the ear to listen to the audience yeah when the audience tells you they want something new that doesn't mean something that they used to love that you can redo in a new form yeah they want something new which is why i appreciate like there are some weird movies that have come out in the past few years but i enjoy them because i don't want to go see superhero movies over and over again i i know that's your bag that's not my bag i don't do superhero movies but like i want to see something different like one of my favorite movies the last five six years is the movie her Where Joaquin Phoenix falls in love with the computer. That one's fucked. It's sci fi, it's love, it's like drama, it's comedy, it's got everything. That one's fucked up. You just need, I just wish people could find a way to get their creative juices flowing more. Like this show here, we're talking about The Office. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Oh,
1: I was just going to say, so I've been on a romance, comedy, romance kick. lately. Like The Wedding Singer? Not always romantic comedy. Sometimes just romance, but. I was watching this one movie on Netflix. Oh god, I forget the name of it. But it has Gina Rodriguez from no Jane the Virgin. Never
0: saw it. Okay, hang on. She's looking through who Netflix I, I got recently. it, guys.
1: But um
0: <laughs> But what about it?
1: But it was really really neat because someone great, that's what it's someone called. Great. Someone great. great. Alright. So it's about her, her and her boyfriend of nine years break up because she's taking a job across the country. And it's all happening in one night. Sounds like her Gloria and, her girlfriends, and uh, yeah. Logan. But listen, her and her girlfriends, like her girlfriends are trying to just get her mind off of it. And um, at the end, they find her like in this park where her and her boyfriend had put their initials on something. And she, she sees him come over and he's just like, I'm not a real person without you, blah, blah, blah. And she's just smiling and then, her friends find her, and she was passed out the whole time. It didn't really happen. And she's like, "It was a dream." It, well, she was like, "Oh, well, you know, I did see him earlier, and I probably could have gotten him back, but I had to choose myself, and not him. Like, I had to choose myself over what I really wanted. Like, and it was just a fresh take because mm-hmm. usually romantic comedies end with." I'm not me without you. Yeah. And this guy crawling you back me licking at his wounds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it they... always ends with they always get back together and it was so refreshing. So it was
0: nice to like leave a movie sad, huh?
1: Yes. <laughs> no, it really was refreshing I think because that's... she didn't leave sad because one she chose herself and she had her girlfriend. She was
0: okay with her decision. Yes. Well, I think that's why a lot of people like Empire Strikes Back as their favorite Star Wars movie. Yeah. Because it's a I prefer, I, re- I prefer Return of the Jedi. I I prefer Return of the Jedi. All right. I think it's awesome. I think Return of the Jedi is underrated now. Uh, I think so in, in Star Wars canon. I think people kind of overlook it. But like, Empire Strikes Back. Luke lost a hand. He found oh. out his dad is the most evil dude in the universe. Yes. Han Solo is frozen on his way to a giant space slug. Yep. Like, there's so much shit. Yoda is dying. Yeah. <laughs> so much there's shit. a lot of
1: shit going on. Yeah. That's like the ultimate cliffhanger of a movie. It really right is. There. But I think that's because like... they didn't have another one for what two, three years.
0: <sighs> yeah, three years. And that's well. That's could the you
1: imagine leaving the theater like? What the that's, fuck am I gonna do until that comes and out? And that's
0: another thing when back in those days, they
1: didn't have internet for teasers. They didn't have VHS. Yeah, like
0: and if you if that was the early days of like Betamax and VHS, a VHS would be like eighty dollars. Yeah, and so people weren't watching them. They literally had to wait because you wouldn't see them on TV. No, like, unless you got HBO came out. I think in eighty, so maybe you'd get something mm. on HBO.
1: Yeah, but George Lucas is stingy. I don't think he would
0: sell it to them billions and billions of dollars. <laughs> But I guess a roundabout way of saying this is that I, I think one of the lasting influences of The Office is the confessional type comedy—the yeah. camera, no laugh track, no audience—and yep. like now we see it with Modern Family yep. and others, and it has become almost the like default Arrested
1: De- development. I never watched Arrested. I know. I the, think you'd enjoy. People that probably one. think I'm nuts because I think the, you'd enjoy. Everybody it. Everybody
0: tells me it's up my alley. I'll get to it. it. Definitely is. Um, but <laughs> the thing is, like. It almost became the default setting for a yeah. sitcom. So what was fresh then has been beaten to death now. Yeah. And like, now I'd kill for like a Frasier-like sitcom to come out. <laughs> or like, it, it, there's different ways to do things. I think way too often in entertainment, people get into a rut where they're like, well, this was the most successful, so that's got to be the way it's got to yeah. be. And it was like that with movies. And it, it's gotten like that with movies where there were no superhero movies. Yeah. Batman and Robin killed superhero movies.
1: Yeah, and then, George Clooney really fucked up yeah. everything for everybody for, like, what, ten years? Five years
0: at least, because I think the X-Men... When did Men, that come out? 97. And then X-Men came out in, like, 2002, I want to yeah, say. Yeah,
1: early two thousand. So they
0: tried that again. And Dude,
1: then, Iron Man didn't come out until, like, 2007 or 2008. Yeah,
0: and those were the big ones.
1: That was the start of the Marvel movie. Toby McGuire,
0: no, Toby Toby McGuire, was that 2004?
1: That was uh, 2002, I think. Macho Man was still
0: alive because he. Bonesaw, yeah! But all I'm saying is, like, now it's become where there were no superhero movies that's, like, saturated. Yeah. I know,
1: I would agree with that. Granted, I love Marvel, and I just, like, give me more Marvel. I'm totally fine with that. But. And I did like Aquaman. Aquaman, I enjoyed it. (laughs) But, That's the guy like, who looks like
0: Roman Reigns, right? Yeah,
1: but Justice League <laughs> was weak because they rushed. Is it. Is it because it's DC? They no, they rushed it because Avengers was like on their high life at this point, and they had only released Wonder Woman and like that shitty Batman versus Superman. <laughs> Is they that Batflack? Bat yeah, Batflack.
0: Bat Batflack. I can't. They even say didn't it.
1: release anything about the Flash. They didn't release anything about Aquaman. And then all, like, so you don't have their origin stories, and then they decided to do this group movie, and it was just thrown together. Nobody had any emotional attachment to any of the characters, because they didn't know anything but Wonder Woman and Bat Are
0: you a fan of origin movies? Like, for those things? Yes. The only one I've seen is Batman Begins and I fucking, Okay this, I fucking that's, hated that's it. That's
1: probably the worst one you
0: can watch. <laughs> oh, it's watch. so bad I fucking That's
1: the worst one you can watch. But oh, there's so like disappointed. the Thor movies, Iron Man movie, like all of them are totally great. The Aquaman movie was really good. Me and my husband thought it was gonna be shit, and we watched it and we fucking loved it.
0: Like, my only frame of reference for Thor is that South Park Thanksgiving episode when Miles Standish comes out. And the funny thing is, like, I always thought it was just he was like a proper pilgrim. Like, curses and cranberries and all this shit. And, like, Natalie Portman, I was like, oh, because porthole, her vagina, like, because oh it shoots up the beam to space. Yeah. I thought that like, that was all. And then, like, I saw the first beginning of Thor one day on TV and I'm like, Oh my God, his diction, Natalie Portman. I'm like, this all makes so much sense now. I'm like, it was hilarious before, but now it's like on another level.
1: Better, yeah. No, and that's just it. Like, they could do like DC is just fucking up their order. <laughs> DC, like they really are. If DC had just been like, okay, we're going to use the formula that has worked, but our stories are different. DC is inherently more dark. Mm-hmm. It has darker stories for its heroes. It- where Marvel, while.
0: Well, S- Superman's DC, right? Yes. It still blows my mind that, like, when I was a kid, like in the early 90s or whatever, the Superman movies would be on. Everybody mm-hmm. talked. Like, Superman was, like, huge. Yeah. And then, like, they released, like, three Superman movies, and they all, like, petered bombed. out. Like, nobody wanted to see. They're I all mean, bombed. personally, I think Superman's it's a boring. Because they keep
1: on character. doing the same story? Again, That's reheating the problem. rather
0: than recreating. Exactly. Or not even recreating, but recreating something new.
1: But here's the problem, though, also, it's copyright. Uh, laws. Essentially Oh we had this conversation yeah, on your we Wednesday yeah. That's the problem with like Superman and Spider Man is that if they don't come out with a new movie every like five years, they lose the rights to it. So, of course, it's going to be super saturated and shitty.
0: Just because of that.
1: Just because of that. Because, yeah, okay, I just watched it five years ago. I don't want to watch another Spider-Man origin. We've had three <sighs> since I was, like,
0: ten. Yeah, it's been a lot. It's been
1: a lot. Like, that's I'm I'm not even 30, and we've had three different Spider-Man origins. That's true. That's a lot.
0: And we've had so many reimaginings of batman already exactly just... michael
1: keaton's still the best though i mean i will but say anyway. the logan
0: movies are awesome yo the wolverine they really series are. are awesome
1: x-men i love the x-men movies and once they get brought into the marvel universe i think my husband's gonna have a stroke because he's gonna be so happy it's, like that's what he wants to see in his lifetime it's is x-men you're gonna get a different wolverine marvel. I know, I
0: and I know. will say I, I got to give them major props for making <laughs> Kelsey Grammer the beast. <laughs> I still fucking love it, that. but that's the weird thing. It's like I I tune in like when they're on TV. I'll check yeah. out superhero movies or whatever. Well, if you want, X Men all the, on
1: DVD. Well,
0: X Men <laughs> are, are the only ones I've like. That I stay and watch, and yeah. I like kind of enjoy. I don't know why. I didn't even watch the cartoon. No, though, but...
1: uh, what's his name as fucking Wolverine? Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman is
0: amazing. He's awesome. And the and Logan the movie only... killed me, man. It was great. I
1: wish I fucking wish, We said this years ago. My husband and I wouldn't Hugh Jackman was finally like, after Logan, I'm done. Hanging up the claws. Yeah, not
0: <laughs> no more. Or, excuse me, we're uh, like uh, yeah.
1: hanging up the claws. Right, hanging,
0: hanging up the claws on the koala. <laughs> no, I...
1: But um me and my husband were like, okay, so Wolverine is supposed to be a short, fat, and ugly little thing.
0: Not fat, like stout. Chunky. Stout. Ch-
1: yeah, stout. Sorry, stout. But um I mean, granted, Hugh Jackman did amazing. Mm-hmm. But the next person we thought should have been Tom Hardy because he um, has that like Bane? gruff. Yeah, because he Well, this was also before we saw him as Bane. <laughs> Bane. But um like yeah. he he can be <laughs>
0: Mr. Wayne. Yeah.
1: Oh, bad He's the
0: fucking worst.
1: But no, we we have seen him in other films and he's great. Lawless And we we're awesome like movie. he can be like gruff and like that really rude Wolverine. Yeah, yeah. He's rugged. And then he played Venom and it's like fuck, he did man. A, I thought Toast for Grace Venom. Played Venom. No, no, no. They have another Venom one oh. that Sony released. Oh, of course,
0: There's 15 fucking <laughs> movie. Sony
1: released another Venom. Derp. Yep. But, so, I mean, we Animaniacs
0: are back, everybody! <laughs>
1: <laughs> we just went off on a 20-minute I'm tangent. sorry, I'm sorry. But... So why don't you tell them where they can find
0: us, dude? Alright, Animaniacs are back. <laughs> Tune in on Netflix or Hulu or wherever the fuck they are. Um, basically, you can find us on any podcatcher app. You can listen to the show. You can go back and listen to the back catalog, episodes one through god this is episode four, 54 i think yeah so we're, we're cruising along you can also find us on the jenny position podcast feed where you can also listen to other great shows like geek and sassy talk and pop journey through infinity and many more it's all good stuff also also and but wait there's, there's more. more you can find us on twitter at Brosis podcast where we like to post stupid stuff <laughs> we like to interact and we like to share the cast with anybody who will Think about giving us a listen. Yeah. And if you have longer thoughts, questions, concerns, or suggestions, you can email us at brother, sister, rewatch, all one word, at gmail.com. And we'll be happy to read it on the air as well if you want to do feedback that way. Yeah,
1: absolutely, guys. So we always uh, try happening. to get back to you guys as soon as we can.
0: Yeah, and we like to keep it, what is it on Twitter?
1: Funky Fresh. Funky
0: Fresh. Post
1: our favorite screen grabs from our EPs. I'm
0: actually kind of happy we went off on that tangent because this next episode will it's take about be quick. 10 seconds. <laughs> So let's do it.
1: So guys, this is episode fourteen. The banker, the cold open. Dunder Mifflin is being sold. There's an investment banker that needs to come and sign off on the branch so that um the bo- the sale can go through. Know what through, they're getting?
0: Know what they're getting into? Yeah. yeah.
1: So Michael is trying to improve the appearance of the branch. He says some cosmetic updates. And uh, as this guy arrives, you're walking outside, and there's like this bright red sports car. (laughs) Candy apple red. Yeah, parked in Michael's spot, which says Michael Scott, employee of the month. And regional manager. Yeah, regional manager. So now that's our cold open. Yep. So the banker arrives, and a robotic voice welcomes him. And it's like, I am Computron. (laughs) You can ask me anything. So, guys, this really reminded me of uh, Siri. Because... Mm -hmm. My, it, as it goes on, Michael rides a, se- a Segway out to greet this guy. He's got a helmet on and everything. <laughs> He's like, I see you've already met Computron. You can ask him anything. He has the answers. What's the biggest ocean in the world? And then Computron, computing, computing, Pacific. <laughs> it's, so this, well, it's obviously it's Dwight. It's obviously yeah. Dwight. But it reminded me of Siri. So I kind of wanted to do some digging. So Siri was an app that was released for iPhones. Uh, it was released in February of 2010. Creepily enough, this episode aired on January 21st of 2010. There you go. They were ahead of their time. Paving the way. (laughs) So now, um, as Michael is welcoming him in, Andy is on the phone. He goes, Michael, we're now the NFL's paper supplier. (laughs) Which is just ridiculous. (laughs) And then he introduces Pam as the foreign sales agent. And she's like, Ni hao. (laughs) Bonjour. (laughs) uh, Arrivederci. (laughs) Like, she just says a bunch of bullshit. And she's like, you know, I, I... I don't understand really why he's doing it. I get it, but at the same time... And then Michael says, Hi, Stanley! And there is a young black guy...
0: Looking like Martin Nash from Season two, yeah.
1: And he's just like, Hi! How are you? So I'm Stanley. <laughs> and uh, Pam is just like, Not on board with fake Stanley, by the way. But I get it.
0: <laughs> putting on the best face.
1: So now, the banker's like, Listen, man, I only need to check out your warehouse and talk to your HR... That's pretty much it. And Michael's like, oh, I just want to show you around, blah, blah, blah. But, okay, so he takes him back and introduces him to Toby Flenderson. On the way, Ryan is still in the closet. And, um, as he introduces Toby Flenderson, we see the HR desk, and Dwight is sitting there. Oh, yes. And, um... Michael does a talking hand, and he says he puts, like, some mystery mo- or novel in Toby's favorite stall, so he thinks he bought them some time. <laughs> um, and as Dwight's, like,
0: uh, reaming the guy out. Reaming him because
1: he, he said something like, oh, that manager's uh, he's real a real piece of work, huh? He's a character. Yeah, and he's like, he has more character in his entire... Uh, one his
0: gri- one, one flake. grain of
1: dandruff yeah. than you do on that entire snow mountain on your shoulder. <laughs> like, and the guy's just like, what? <laughs> So now Toby comes back and he's like, Dwight, what are you doing here? Get out of here. And Dwight's like, oh, yes, Dwight Schrute, n- top salesman in the company and the creator of Computron. <laughs> like, he's just talking himself up at this mm-hmm. point. So now, um, it, did you notice though that Toby was carrying the book that was in yes. the stall?
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. He brought it with it. That's filthy. Yes. Absolutely disgusting. filthy. Disgusting.
1: So now uh, the banker is... Because af- we never even get the guy's name. No,
0: he's just the banker. He's the banker. He's the banker.
1: <laughs> and uh, he's asking Toby if there's any potential, like, lawsuits or anything like that. Safety issues. Yeah, that they should be looking out for. And Toby says no. And then he kind of, like, drifts off. And this is when the montage begins. He remembers Michael destroying the warehouse with the forklift. Um, hitting Meredith with the car, Dwight shooting out an office window with a potato that. gun. Don't remember that. right there.
0: Okay, I wrote down, what is the potato scene? <laughs> I don't know. I've <laughs> okay. never
1: seen that before. It was right. great, though. Um, and then, let's see. Oh, right. them dropping a watermelon off the roof and hitting Stanley's car, uh, parkour, the fire drill, like, complete yeah. opening, and the bat on Meredith's head. And then, like, every time the banker asked Toby a question... There's a montage. The next one is: Are
0: people generally happy? Yeah, and it's flashbacks of what.
1: (laughs) But I love Toby going. Happy is a funny word.
0: (laughs) Philosophers can talk about this all day. (laughs) But
1: yes, they're generally happy. Then we see Andy punching the wall, the Pam slapping Michael, Dwight punching Michael in the face during the fight episode, Mm -hmm. Jim slapping Dwight, Survivor Man's shoe slap in the car. And um oh my god try my cookie cookie. Oh yeah, they brought that out. Try one my cookie cookie, Ugh. which looks so old. It at looks this like point. it's
0: like grainy. It looks like it's a like a different and show. And Kelly's like all buttoned yeah. up. She's not even <laughs> She's Kelly Kapoor. Like a Kabor. conservative. Yeah.
1: Oh my god, it was amazing. And then he's like, "All right, how about uh non-safety issues like sexual harassment?" And uh Toby goes, "No." And then we flash back to Stan, like, Michael calling out Stanley's daughter's photo, saying it's hot and sexy and turns them on. <laughs> yeah. Best part of my morning. Um, Pam walking in on Michael's penis, yeah. being out. Casual Friday, Meredith's boob and vagina. Badge. Um M- Michael hugging Phyllis, and again, in like the first episode, saying the only thing I'm afraid of is getting a boner. <laughs> I missed that. Um, health insurance about the inverted penis. Yes. Uh, that's what she said, like, I <laughs> Huge montage of that's what she said, And it
0: made me miss Todd Packer. It, right. It's that famous scene where he gives him the nod, like, go for it. Do it, dude. <laughs> it's fucking the best. And
1: then Toby's in a talking head, and he's like, I don't want to lie, but I really don't want to tell the truth. I don't know how I'm going to get through this. Mm-hmm. So now Michael sits in.
0: Did you notice Michael's hair in this scene?
1: Yes. Okay, so... It's, like, creepy short. I
0: looked up. This was around the time he was filming Dinner for Schmucks. Oh,
1: my God. My husband just made me watch that, like, a month ago. Yeah,
0: that's the haircut he has here. Yep, and that, that was around... Makes- it was around the time of that... that I was
1: going to say, that's what it reminded me of. Yeah. Like,
0: gross. That's it. Because <laughs> I, I look at him like his hair looks so stupid. And I'm I like, know. Oh, he played a schmuck. <laughs> yep, <laughs> that right. makes
1: sense. Makes sense. So now he sits down, and the guy's like, oh, the next thing is waste. And he's like, well, what? And he's like, waste of time and resources. And Michael says, there's no waste. And Toby's like, well, with every business, there's some... Michael, yes, there is waste. <laughs> then we get... Uh, clips of the Flonkerton from the Office Olympics, uh, multiple t- uh, pranks on Dwight yes. regarding his death. A lot of
0: Dwight. For uh, me, the
1: man. stapler and Jello, <clears throat> Michael Clump and Beach Day. Yes, essentially. The
0: Stanley attacking. Duke. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so then uh, he asks if anybody's near retirement age, but I love that Toby and Michael look at each other
0: yeah. first. Oh yeah.
1: And then you just see Creed. Um, on take your daughter to work day you know, have you ever seen a foot with four toes <laughs> yeah. um, and it's just like the mung beans when he has the old man smell mm-hmm. um, oh would... did you guys hear about Dwight oh he's decapitated yeah. the whole thing we had a funeral for a bird
0: the only thing they were missing was when he used the printer ink to dye yeah. his hair it's the only thing they missed
1: see you later skater <laughs> So then, um, Michael starts talking about like, oh, well, this is a place where friends turn into lovers, and lovers become sexually interactive. And yeah. Toby's like, that's inappropriate, Michael. Yeah. And uh, then we see the montage of every office hookup.
0: <sighs> yeah.
1: Uh, the yeah. dinner party, the vasectomy scene where he's like, do you know the physical toll oh. that a vis- three vasectomies have on a man? <laughs> snip, snap, snip, snap, <laughs> snip, 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 um, snip. Michael and Oscar's kiss. Yeah. And then we see they a very play that cute music.
0: From that one episode yes. was that season two. That was the That's, threat I mean, level midnight. One. That was threat level midnight. Yes, it
1: was. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You're when they right. read it
0: and they left late, and he put his earbud in Pam's ear. Oh,
1: uh, she asked him because well, yeah. he said he had new. Well, no, right. but
0: he gave it to her. Filthy yeah. again. He didn't sanitize <laughs> it. And they listen pre-COVID. They okay. listened to that hipster music. Yes, and we get that song with like them getting married. Oh, it's the and, whole
1: montage of them like flirting and loving. Um, him watching Pam and Roy hugging, kiss during the basketball game. Yeah. The teapot. Christmas gifts, casino night, their proposal, their wedding, all the way back to the first episode of her falling asleep on his shoulder in a
0: conference room meeting. Yep. Everything.
1: It was beautiful. Really. Cute. So then the banker leaves, and everyone's kind of hopeful. Um,
0: And we get a song collage. Yeah. With the Dunder Dunder Mifflin, the song that Daryl wrote. exactly. What is it? The
1: commercial... The people, people, the pe paper people's paper people.
0: No, the people's paper. Dunder
1: Mifflin, the people person's paper people. That's Dunder it, okay. Mifflin. Yeah. I had to sing it in order to have it fucking be right.
0: <laughs> and then it's just like everybody in the office. Yeah,
1: it's like a montage of everybody's, you know, mm-hmm. going goings-ons. Um, then Dwight keeps up the computant, computron, computron bit while Michael's giving, like, his thoughts on everything. Yep. Um... Yeah, that one, it didn't really tickle me at that point. But, um, and then they play the full version of Lazy Scranton. The whole thing. Scranton, what? The
0: Electric City.
1: Scranton, what?
0: The Electric City. And the worst part <laughs> is, I didn't realize this in the song. They
1: call it Scranton because of the le-
0: electricity. Yeah, he rhymes electricity <laughs> with electric city. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, God.
1: Sitting in my office with a plate of cool bacon. Called up my man just to see what was shaking. Hey,
0: old Mike. Do I Thanks. look so stupid in hey this? Hey, Mike,
1: our uh, town is dope and pretty.
0: Something, Electric City. Oh. I don't know the words. I it's like, okay. Cajinos for the bread. That's all I got.
1: So that's all we got, guys. It, it was basically it was just a like show. a rehash.
0: It was 85 80% like old clips. Yeah. I gave it a 1.5 because it's lazy. The 1.5 is because the banker stuff was okay and like. Mike and Toby, like...
1: I think that's the lowest score we've ever given in six seasons. It is, it is. And,
0: oh, and New Stanley was a big part of that 1.5. <laughs> but other than that, it's just a... You're just watching an old episode. What would you give it? You gave it like a 5, didn't you? <laughs> Jesus Christ.
1: I gave it a 3.8. No, I can't go that I said that, that it plays on nostalgia. It gives you a happy feeling while also moving forward with the banker signing off on them and then moving forward on to their next venture as an office i thought and i do i knew you were gonna hate it no. so i literally noted very enjoyable to me <laughs>
0: <laughs> well the thing is it's just like okay you're a fan of a band right yeah you own every all of their albums right yeah and then they release a the greatest hits. oh
1: you mean like green days international super hits
0: i didn't know they did that yes and, they fuck, did that green day is so fucking horrible <laughs> Green Day started. Okay. Which
1: actually, shout out to Green Day because they had a cameo in the oh, last yeah. episode. Boulevard
0: of Broken Dreams on karaoke <laughs> in the Christmas episode. But the thing is. Oh, Green Day. I could talk for a day. They started the downward trajectory of punk rock <laughs> music. They became like middle class, upper middle class white, white kids. Like, mm-hmm. yo, we got money, but we love this music because we live in like sunny areas. Like, fuck <laughs> you. Anyway. Um. Like, it just kills the legacy of Dead Kennedys and shit. Yeah. But I do So anyway. This. Okay. <laughs> so this one is just, like, your favorite band. You have all their albums, and then they release the greatest hits. And you're like, I already got them. But I'm a completionist, so I guess I'll get it. <laughs> like, it's just... We saw it all. It's just all rehashed. So, I mean, I, I get it where, like... If all right?
1: not all of it was rehashed. We have no idea where that potato sh- gun Yeah, that was from. fucking
0: weird. Because well, he would say, Bon Appetit! Or something. Yeah, but
1: there's a blow-up doll with Michael's face on yeah. it hanging there, and, and he shoots it into the office window. Yeah, he just
0: blows it through a window in the warehouse. <laughs> fucking weird. But, like, overall, it's just, like, this was one where I was just like, of course, Mare Bear got to recap this episode. <laughs> I'm, like, writing down every fucking thing about Christmas and shit.
1: <laughs> well... I think that's all we got for this one, guys. There really wasn't much no. There's not much to talk more about. to talk on. Uh, if you guys want to hear us talk more about uh, reboots and nostalgia versus overplayed, uh, let us know on Twitter. Maybe we can do a special.
0: A yeah, special, or we could just like crank out 50 more minutes on every podcast. <laughs> It doesn't matter. I'll sit here and talk about crap right. all day. I don't have anything to do. Lockdown.
1: Right. 2020. But you can let us know what your thoughts are on Twitter, at Broses Podcast, or via email at rewatch at gmail.com.
0: And also, share the show around. We would greatly appreciate it. Tell your friends, family, cohorts, co-workers, acquaintances, etc. etc. We would greatly appreciate it if you shared it around and helped the show grow, because we love producing it. We love finding new listeners people who enjoy Mm -hmm. us and they reach out to us we love
1: interacting we love it
0: yeah so if you would do that we would greatly appreciate it and be forever in your debt and you can find us anywhere on any podcatcher for the most part and on the jenny position podcast feed where you can find some other great great content
1: content the content there is friggin awesome so oh before
0: what are we doing next week
1: yes next week we have season six episode 15 saber in episode 16, Manager and the Salesman. Can't wait. Alright. Thanks so much, guys. We'll see you on the next one. can't make your mind hover. We'll never
0: get started. And I don't want to wind up being parted broken hearted. So if you really love me, say Tell me, perhaps, perhaps, perhaps. (laughs) If you can't make your mind.